Hello and welcome to our podcast. There's a dildo in my soup. Nick, I got very jealous last week of your little segment that you'd invented. Oh yes, what did they find? What did they find? Thank you for sending in all your suggestions, viewers. One of you will be uh, the lucky winner of a dildo that costs the princely sum of under £20. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we've had a few emails in about uh, what people thought our reviewer had found on the tea trolley. Mm. Just to remind Dildies, uh, we asked what were the two missing words in the sentence, I found a missing word, missing word on a tea trolley. And that was our game. What did they find? So, yes, Jack, you're jealous of the game. I, I, I am. So I've invented my own game. Brilliant. And I'm calling it Little Bites with Big Jackie. <laughs> Brilliant. Little Bites with Big Jackie. What you need to know, Dildies, is that um, my reviews are always dismissed by Nick. But what I've done is collated a lot of the sort of graveyard reviews or ones that seem too short to actually go in. And I've select them for your delight. So I'm going to read through four now that I think are absolute crackers. Interested to hear your view as to which one you think is the best. Your, my view? Both your view. And our Dildies. And, and Dildies view. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so the first one is called Absolute No-Go. It's from McDonald's near Swansea. I actually think I've been to this McDonald's. Nice. Um, it says... I was looking forward to treating my young nephew and niece so, uh, to some food and a day out uh, when that new boy, I think who's called Jude, walked past my table slowly and let out a massive, high-pitch, moist fart. It was a ghastly stench, and before I knew it, the children were running out of the building and into the car park to escape it. Safe to say, I wouldn't like to have to explain to their parents how their child had been injured or died if a car had been moving across at that time. Terrible. I mean, so this guy works there. Yes, and he just walked past the table and let out a, a moist, a massive, high pitch, moist fart. So which it's like is... a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, that is from uh, Bazo Baza. So if you want Bazo Baza to win. Zero zero one. Yeah. Send that to uh, a number we'll insert later. Uh, the second one is called Bumhole Cheese Smell. <laughs> this is from Mr. Raggett. Yeah. Um, and this is a review of the horse and, gro- horse and groom in Nottingham. Yeah. And he says, Absolutely awful meal, but we ordered a cheese board and it actually smelt of bumhole. Like three-week-old bumhole that's oh. been serviced by a hobo. Oh. My missus loved it. No, it doesn't say that. It does. <laughs> what does he give the rating? Uh, five star. Five stars. And then the the uh, general manager of the horse and groom has actually responded and said, "We're pleased that your meal was awesome. Hope to see you again soon." That is weird, <laughs> isn't it? So zero um, zero two for bumhole cheese smell. I love how you've introduced a zero zero <laughs> one zero zero two. You could just say one. Yeah, no, but it gives it more of an X-factor feel, doesn't it? Do they use that? Well, it's sort of, you know, you enter a long number, and then then you put that at the end. People aren't phoning, though. They might. I might set up a toll-free number. (laughs) (laughs) 300p a minute. (laughs) 
Yeah, um, that sounds like a good idea. So the next one is called um, The Best Punani You'll Ever Eat. Oh. And this is uh, from Joshua M. Yeah. From Sydney, Australia. And uh, this is a review of a uh, a re- Italian restaurant in uh, Maori. Mm-hmm. It's in Italy. Um, we just travelled to Maori from Rome this morning and we're due for lunch, so we popped by Tony's Food and Drink for a quick feed. We tried every authentic Italian dish imaginable in Rome, except for the paninis, which I had a massive craving for when we got here. I ordered the Nunarella panini. So he's, he's spelt panini correctly twice here. Mm. Two times arancini balls and some broccoli. OMG. The Nunarella panini was literally beta- better than any punani I've ever tasted. <laughs> so he's comparing it to a punani. Yes, which I think is a um, a vagina, isn't it? I think it is. Yes. Yeah. So he's, I don't um, know where that punani word originated, though. No, I'm not sure. Maybe it I was a think... misspelling of panini. <laughs> what someone? Yeah. How's it got to vagina though? From panini. I don't. know, It sort of looks like a. Does it a panini? Um, um, I think punani has come from a sitcom or a film. I just can't quite put my finger on which... Oh, good choice of words. Um, <laughs> Poonani. Where's Poonani come from? Yeah. Where's the word Poonani come from? It's probably really obvious. Yeah, I, I think it might be from, from a foreign language. Poonani. Poonani. Hindi or something. No, it's from a film or a sitcom, mate. Is it? Yeah. It's quite an unusual word. It's in, yeah, I know. Yeah. The poon. The poon tang. Yeah, where's that from? I don't know. That's just probably a foreign language. <laughs> no, that's a thing. That's a thing too. Yeah, poon tang. Yeah, poon tang. Yeah, poonani. Yeah. Well, let us know if you know. Yeah. We're, we're interested <laughs> to find out. I think that's, that's almost up there with your game. <laughs> <laughs> The review continues. Yep. The arancini balls were amazing, but to be honest, the broccoli was rubbish. Soggy, tasteless pile of green poo. I'm still thinking about Poonani. <laughs> <laughs> so Poonani 003. Yeah. Let you know. Yeah. So this let's recap so far. So 001. Has been the McDonald's high-pitched moist fart. Yep. 002. Bumhole cheese smell. Yeah. Best we forget. 003. Is uh, Punani. Yep. And now 004. This review is called The Skid Mark on the Underpants of Society. Ooh. And this is a review of a restaurant in Toronto by someone called Maddie S. Yep. And she said, very short review, This is a joke of an establishment. I would rather swim the Pacific Ocean with Rosie O'Donnell's queef as my air supply than set foot in here. Rosie O'Donnell being the comedian, American comedian. Yes, yeah. Who's in that sitcom. Notoriously voluminous queefer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, so she, this reviewer, would prefer... What, sorry? To swim the Pacific Ocean yeah. with Rosie O'Donnell's queef as my air supply. <laughs> 
which is like a really niche setup. Yeah. You know, you, you get these people that try and like attempt to cross the channel, but imagine the extra paperwork you'd have to fill in if it was like. And also to clarify, not only do the wind conditions have to be right, but also I don't think I'll be running who, off Rosie O'Donnell's queef. I don't think people who cross the channel have to do that much paperwork. I think they can just get in. No, and swim. they definitely do. You've got to sort of. You can't have like wind speeds over a certain amount for like I the twenty four hours beforehand. Or that's something. just checking a weather forecast. I think it's more than that. Okay, but if it's that easy, go and do it. I bloody will. <laughs> um, so interesting. So zero zero four, the skid mark on the underpants of society. I think the queef is the more interesting aspect of that review instead of the skid mark. So I would highlight. Yes, yeah, that's very. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? That she hasn't brought that to the fore. She's waited for someone to. Yeah. Get captured by the headline. And then, yeah. and then delve in. And what we find with a lot of TripAdvisor reviews are they do give it away in the headlines. Yeah. So we really like those that don't, who yeah. usually write something really generic, like disgusting, and then you find that <laughs> actually the, that the, means gem, a lot more. The, yeah. the gem later on in the review. Okay, brilliant. Exactly. So, um, so a little fa- what's the game called? It's called Little Bites with Big Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be the first and only time we do that segment. <laughs> But it was a great excuse to give four short reviews that would never make it into the normal podcast. But I love the Rosie O'Donnell description. Yeah, I think that that one wins for sort of artistic merit. Yes. Um, I think Bumhole Cheese, just for repetition, and also the My Missus Loved It sort of yeah, yeah. finishing line. Yep. Um, but yeah, listeners, let us know what your, uh, your preference is. Great, so now we've had a little taste of my little chunky boys. Yep. Um, It's time for the main course, Nick. Yes. Um, I do have a review to read. Um, So this is probably likely to be our longest episode with your lengthy intro. My little chunks. Little bites and, yeah, whatever you've called it. Um, So, yeah, this review is a review from Karen Rotherham. Okay. From Rotherham. So I'm assuming... Uh, she just named herself after... The town. The town, yeah. So it's Karen from Rotherham. And Karen from Rotherham is reviewing Hotel Rock Arena's Doradas, which Excellent. is a hotel in Cuba. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. I don't think we've reviewed any, any uh, hotels in, in Cuba yet. Nope. The review title is... If you're thinking of going, don't. Hmm. So Karen starts the review by saying, I've just returned from this hotel four days ago and couldn't be happier to be back. That's not a good sign from her holiday, is it? No, she's so happy to be home. I'm going to skip a lot of this review. Okay. Because she's waffled on (laughs) three pages. (laughs) She goes, food not good. She then goes on to talk about the entertainment in the Ooh. in the hotel. So Cuban entertainment. Cuban entertainment. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Cuban. Um, as for entertainment, we got one hour per day, 9.30 to 10.30, which was mostly dancers. However, the animation team did some of the entertainment. The first was a sketch show, which consisted of two people playing prostitutes competing for business trying to reduce their prices until eventually one of them was free of charge oh okay Mm. so this was a this is a family resort yeah 
The animation team have turned up. It's 9.30, 10.30. It's getting a bit late. Yeah. Some of the kids have probably gone to bed. There's a sketch show taking place and the scene is two prostitutes competing for business. Haggling each other down. Haggling each other down until one of them is free. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they're the worst prostitutes of all time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In fact, they're not a prostitute. This was followed... So this is now... I don't know what time this is, but it's getting late. This was followed by a sketch. This was followed by a sketch with monks trying to resist temptation. Let's just say at the end of the sketch, they simulated anal sex. (laughs) (laughs) So the the prostitution sketch is still going on, I presume. It was said it was And then the the monks come in? The prostitution sketch is followed by a sketch with monks. Okay. Trying to resist temptation. I'm not sure if the two are connected. It would make sense if they were. Or is it a, a tale of two prostitutes haggling each other down to being free? Mm. Followed by a tale of two monks, star-crossed lovers who eventually sort of have anal sex with one another. That's possible. <laughs> um, this may have been funny for adults, but because I was with my 9 and 11-year-old daughter, not funny at all. I don't understand why they did... A sketch show about monks. Yeah. Like, is there a is there a link to Cuban history there? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know if Cuban prostitutes are notorious for haggling themselves to being free. No, but with the monks. Oh, um, possibly. I don't think it's an overly religious country, but I might be wrong. Um, okay, so then she goes on. The next night was a playback show. Okay. The first sketch, a Whitney Houston lookalike miming to I Will Always Love You whilst her bodyguards are trying to protect her. At the end of the sketch, the bodyguard got shot, followed by the Whitney lookalike simulating oral sex on him. (laughs) (laughs) So it sounds like the film The Bodyguard, but then... Yeah. I don't Anything know. If, with... I don't know if you uh, ever saw um, extras with Patrick Stewart in. Yes, <laughs> where Patrick Stewart writes a number of ideas for for movies, yeah. where each one always involves an ending <laughs> of someone getting their kit off, someone getting screwed. I've so, seen it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think the animation team at, <laughs> at the Hotel Rock Arenas Doloras or the Hotel Rock Arenas Doradas. Have this is sim- called the Hotel Rock. Yeah, the Hotel Rock have a similar approach. Yeah, to their to their playwriting. It seems to be take any situation. Yeah, and it always ends with some sort of genital stimulation. Anal sex, oral sex. It's always got to be included. Yeah. Um. So, she goes on. Great when my daughters are watching. I don't know if that was a joke, but I'm assuming it yeah, was. Yeah, I'm presuming that was a joke. Um. <laughs> She goes on, prostitution is legal in Cuba. However, I don't expect to see it in a family hotel. Well, it, it is because they all haggle themselves down to free. And, <laughs> and it's just having sex with someone. <laughs> no money changes hands. <laughs> I don't expect to see it in a family hotel, which is what happens here. A prostitute comes in, chats to reception, meets her client, goes back to reception and gets her wristband to make it look like she's a guest. Unbelievable. 
So I think there's two things going on here. I think there's the prostitution show yeah. that the animation team are putting Which on. Which is distracting from the very real prostitution that's also happening. Maybe, maybe the animation team are actually promoting the prostitution. Yeah. They're just wetting people's appetites for yeah. the real thing if that's you like, be... yeah. <laughs> If you like this, just head to reception. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like how they get wristbands, though. That's nice. When I spoke to reception about it, surprise, surprise, they didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. Cool. Overall, the worst holiday experience of my life, and I'm well-travelled. Plus points, the pool is great, and the location, beach, fantastic. But that really is it. Oh, it sounds like some of the core elements of the, the holiday were all there. It's just a shame about the uh, evening entertainment. I do think it'd be good to find out who the animation team are. Yeah. Find out who their creative director is. Yeah. <laughs> what his vision is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like drawing sketches, like storyboards, but the last storyboard is always the same. It's just someone yeah. giving someone else's head. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Animation uh, team is an interesting, it's quite a grandiose title for them. Do you think that's kind of like... Like the pleasure team, yes, or, yeah, yeah the red coats at yeah, buttons. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, that's that was a review of the Hotel Rock Arenas Doradas in Cuba by Karen from Rotherham. Oh, that's very good. Thank you for uh, for sharing that one, Nick. I think mm. it would be uh, yeah interesting to see whether there are any of these other whether this troupe maybe moves around. Maybe they move from hotel to hotel and have left a trail we, of. Uh, we should investigate. Uh, well, talking of investigations, Nick, mm. um, last episode, we mm. came across sort of a spate of um, Kessel pooing incidents mm. across the UK. Yes, we did. And um, we've come up with a name for the culprit, um, the tea strainer. Oh, lovely. So that's... Did you come up with that? Hang on, I... Um, it was messaged to me as a guess for <laughs> the tea what was on the tea tray, but I thought it was a uh, a perfect fit for the yes. culprit of this kettle shitting incident. So um, I was doing a further investigation to this because it's really piqued my interest. Yeah. And um, I actually went beyond TripAdvisor, which is very rare for me. I usually mm. spend most of the day on there. And... Um, <laughs> most of the day? <laughs> and um, I came across a fantastic um, subreddit on Reddit, which is a place to go for all sorts of interesting stories. Um, and this subreddit is called Tales from the Front Desk. Mm. So this is all about uh, people that work in hospitality or restaurants, etc., mainly hotels, that have stories and hor- horror stories of things that have gone on to them. And um, this was a post by a user called um, you, are all, you Are All Mad. Mm. Um, that's, that's the name of uh, that user. Yeah. And they had a post that was entitled pooping in kettles question mark mm-hmm. so this immediately caught my attention yep. and uh, you're all mad says hey reddit had some uh, squaddies staying last night in brackets that's what groups of soldiers are called in the UK correct and they were being a pain in the arse had to tell them off a bunch of times oh dear this morning they've all checked out and left, left us a squaddy special and I'm guessing a squaddy special. Namely, they take a crap in the kettle, then flick it on as they leave, oh. filling the apartment with a lovely steamed turd smell. Oh, it's bigger than we thought. Yeah, so this is obviously an institution yeah. within uh, 
Do we have any squaddies that are dildies, I wonder? Maybe yeah. they could get in touch and say this This is maybe a thing that they have encountered in the past. Yeah, a little yeah. ritual. Yeah. So, um, so the squaddy special is to shit in a kettle and as they leave the room, yeah, flick, flick the on. kettle on <laughs> so the shit boils, <laughs> creating a hideous smell throughout that yeah. room. A, a thick, palpable mist. Yeah. Shit but mist. then yeah. I'm guessing that the water, the shit boiling water, then just sort of cools. Yes. So the kettle is just full of cold. By the time the next guest arrives. Yeah. But I mean, you know, often these kettles are placed near mirrors. There could be condensation on there. Yeah. There could be a variety of fecal matter throughout the entire yeah. the entire room. Oh. Um, th- this person then goes on to say, though, part of me respects the imagination that goes into something like that. <laughs> Another part respects the aiming skills. Yes. They were drinking pretty heavily, so the poop was pretty loose. Ooh. <laughs> so, so we did talk about the aiming. Yes, we did. We've talked about that previously. We said it, we said it would be difficult to shit in a kettle. Yeah. Um, do you shit in your hand and put it in the kettle? Yeah. Or do you... Transfer it with one of those little fish nets? Yes, you could yeah. do that way. Yeah. Or do you just... Squat over the top of one, yeah, and aim yeah. directly in. Or do you tuck everything into it, penis, um, <laughs> <laughs> everything, and just sort of go to town? <laughs> I mean, that has to be quite a large kettle. <laughs> um, Lucky for some, yeah. Um, but it so this poop is pretty loose. So I think that ups the difficulty yeah, but, yeah. but I think it's difficult to tell I mean obviously if this has been boiling in the water yeah. it could have broken up slightly depending on how long it's, yeah. it's been left mainly though I'm just fully aware that I walked through an actual cloud of steamed shit hooray for hospitality <laughs> so that's very interesting it really does sort of take our investigation into a, into new into a new area, doesn't so, it? Like so to to that the the debate we've had ongoing, you know, who is the victim yeah. here? Like why are they doing it? In this instance, it sounds as though they had to be told off a bunch of times. For me, that feels like a bit of a up yours to the uh, the hotel staff that they have to walk in and clean the room. That's a bit fuggy. And sorry, the the Reddit user is called what? Sorry, uh, it's called you are all mad. You are all mad. So. How do they know it's a squaddy special? So, I'm not sure. They have put that in inverted commas. Maybe they've invented that term. Oh, really? But uh, they just said they had some squaddies staying last night. And they seem to be sort of familiar with this being a thing. Ooh. I don't know how that is. Uh, yeah, how, how they're familiar with it. Um, but very interesting. Very and interesting. Interesting as well, because obviously this person has done their duty, gone up to the room, gone to clean it, immediately noticed the shit smell and the, you know, found the source, etc. Very attentive. Mm-hmm. The people that previously found it as guests implies that that hotel room servicing was not up to scratch because if someone's flipped that kettle on and it's left this scent everywhere, that's just been left to... Yeah. Uh, or they just walked in and went, God, it stinks in here. The reviews that we found on TripAdvisor didn't say whether the shits were still intact. Yeah. It, there was no reference to the looseness. I do you know what I think we should do. I think we should ask the people who wrote the TripAdvisor reviews whether the shit was still a solid or whether it was a 
if it, or whether it was liquid. Yeah. Hi, John. Lovely to meet you. You've never met me before. Quickie. <laughs> was that shit that was in that kettle in that review you wrote yeah. five years ago solid or liquid? <laughs> Otherwise, I think we've got two different avenues of investigation. Yeah. We've got someone who's turning the kettle on as they leave the room to boil the shit, yeah. to stink the room out. Or we've got someone who's just shitting in a kettle and hoping that the next person who goes into that boils room it. boils it. Yeah, so they create their own squaddy special. Yeah. So you've got like the, as you're about to leave, so maybe, sp- maybe it is the same. Squaddy special. Isn't. And then you've got the booby trap squaddy special, yeah. which is for waiting for its next victim. I don't, I don't think we can say this is squaddies either. I think this is an alleged claim by... You're all by a random person yeah, on Reddit. On Reddit, I don't think we can accuse squaddies. Every squaddie I've met, upstanding, upstanding. Um, I don't think they were shit. To never seem to go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> never touch the. Never touch the. <laughs> never leave the kitchen. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't think we can accuse squaddies until we've we've found out some more deets. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, we'll go away and investigate that deal, Dees. But the plot thickens. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to update you soon. Yeah. Um, but a little word of advice. Every time you go into a hotel room, just flick the top of that kettle because you never know what be- might be waiting inside. Yes. That's the first bit of advice after 14 episodes of this podcast. Check a kettle when you walk into a room. It might be full of shit. Okay, so uh, yeah, thanks. Nice episode. Long episode. Yeah, but, um, thanks for sticking with it, guys. Yes, hope you did. Goodbye. Bye.